Chilk Artist Podcast. Oh yeah a baby. Today's episode features Indiana-based rock band, Whale Bones. Hey, so if you're listening to this, uh, you're listening to the Choke Artist Podcast, uh, number six, I think. This is going to be our sixth episode. Wow. So, you know, we're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, I'm with the fellas from Whale Bones. Why don't you guys go around the room and say your names, what you do. What's up? I'm Nathan. I sing and play guitar. Hey, I'm Paul. I play drums. Hi, I'm Nick, and I play guitar. Paul had the best, like, dating video-esque, like, hi, I'm Paul. <laughs> I like long walks on the beach. I do. I've never applied for a day website, I swear. It's, that's not why it's so good. <laughs> I'll accept your request if you have a dog in your photo. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Dating well, websites are dangerous. Dogs, special guest up in this one. Yeah. Oh, Champ. we got Champ here. <laughs> the alternative uh, title for this podcast was going to be Champ's House. Because he, if, if you live here, you know, he runs the house. Like He really does. He's cool now, but... When he's in his mood, everyone knows, you know? He's like he, he's like the dog at the party that has to throw the vibe off. Let's get the, the champ mic. We should strap a mic to him. What's up, champ? We should strap a, gro- a GoPro to him as well. Oh, the, the champ cam? Yeah, it's Mark all like R- a live stream on Mark like R- one of those like Twitch sites or something like that. We, we can get him fired up. Let's get him fired up. Triple mic. <laughs> He's got to be so confused. <laughs> He's a good dog, yeah. <laughs> Loves licking that couch. Oh, yeah. So you guys are here on tour from Bloomington. Yeah. Right? Bloomington, sure. Indiana. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, what day of the, uh, your run is this? It's a good question. Uh, we're about halfway done, whatever, whatever that 14th, means. 14th, so today's day five. Cool. Okay, day five, yeah. Do you guys know what day of the week it is? Thursday. It's Thursday, because yesterday it was It's Wednesday, my dude. Too easy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally how we've been keeping track of time. Yeah, it's just, it's just a meme per day, and then we, we Perfect. know. Perfect, keeps yeah. the doctor away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Laughter's the best medicine. You oh, know yeah. How's, uh, how's the run been going so far? It's been cool. It's been fun. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. really awesome. Different venues every night. It's like different, like really cool setups for every venue we play like a record shop a diy venue record store a different record store i guess um what record shops uh so we played boon tunes last night and oh, then yeah. uh, we played um the record exchange in silver springs maryland it was cool. right outside dc so we got to like go into dc for the day and explore around and hang out and uh yeah i'm trying to think uh, we didn't play it, but we went to Crete Records in Philly. Yeah, yes. that was cool. Was Essential. We saw the Cardboard Swords play there. Yeah, awesome. Oh, we also played a, an art gallery in Cleveland, which was really cool. Nice. So that was really fun. Yeah. yeah. Cool, man. I forget that Boontoons is also functioning as a record shop. Yeah, they have it. They had it like really well hidden. Like they moved it all out of the way for the for the show. So for that's the cool. Pit. Yeah. For the pit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that's a cool spot, too, because I think I was telling you guys, I've never been to Bootin before, right. so I, I never knew what to expect, but there's always kids that, like, come out and are, like, yeah. into it, so. Yeah, it seems like it has a pretty decent scene, just, like, everybody there was so awesome and yeah. nice, and, yeah, willing to check out new bands and stuff. It's a cool place. The owner used to play in a band. Was like, he the dude? He was running sound. Yeah. yeah? Okay, cool. Uh, Justin, he yeah. used to play in a ska band, like, nice. back when Jersey had, like, a killer ska scene in, like, nice. the 90s. That's awesome. Right so, on. like, I found out last time I was there, and I geeked out so hard, because I just, like, <laughs> they got, like, it's uh, Professor Plum, they're called. Okay. And 
Catch Twenty Two was like a big ska band from around here. Right. And at the end of the Catch album, they do shout outs to all the ska bands, and like Professor Plum is like one of the first oh, bands. Snap. Like, Dude. <laughs> and, he, and he's like so like out of it, just old now. I was like, yeah, I used to play in a band. It was cool, but I'm like right. the ska geek. Oh, check out this tattoo I have. Oh, oh snap! You got a sky lip it's tattoo. It's real. It's real. Yeah. That's right. Oh my god! I'm certain. Yeah, you guys didn't know you're hanging out. Is with that a, is that a stick no and poker? Idea. Is that like a needle with a gun or? Uh, needle with a gun. That's awesome! Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was. I thought to myself, like, what's the trashiest and dumbest tattoo? Dude, no, that's that rad. But the, the one that you time. can hide best from an interview. <laughs> yeah, for that's sure. Awesome. That's sick. And if I ever hear like kids making fun of Scott, I'm like, what'd you're you like, guys what say? What did you say? <laughs> I know I play in an indie band, but check this out. Yeah. <laughs> like Scott's undercover secret Yeah, agent. dude, exactly. You're the like the Gestapo of Scott. Yeah, Scott Secret Police. <laughs> dude, there's a band name. Yeah. Scott Secret Police. That's a good name. I'm actually a cop too, so it worked perfectly. Boom bam. <laughs> there we go. Freeze. Pick it up, pick it up. I'm gonna need you to drop it. <laughs> Rude boys, get in the car. <laughs> Oh man, that'd be beautiful. Put your hands in the air and shake them. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's talk about your band a little bit. Let's sure. talk about whale bones. How'd you guys start? Um, Is this more of a solo thing or? It's no, it's it's weird. It's like, uh, I don't know. It's weird how it, how it all started. Oh, I have we, no like, idea how it started. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the weird thing about it. None of us are really sure. Yeah, it's sort of we we just ended up in a car and here we are. <laughs> you know? um, I don't know. I'd always been writing in high school and stuff, and then it, I didn't really feel comfortable like playing with anybody, and so it was just more like a thing that I wanted to play with the right people and stuff. And then I came to college and had kind of a weird, weird first semester of college. And then I met Paul, and we had like the same music taste, and we shared a lot of the same interests and like the same ideals on things, and also where we wanted to go with music and what we wanted to do. Um, and so it was like, oh snap, this is like too too real to to whatever like we, we we need to start playing so we started playing on the street together and stuff and uh just for fun and then we'd like play like some outside songs. on campus or? yeah like there's like a street that has a bunch of bars and stuff like that and so we would we'd go out there and play and nice make some chump change we'd play at like two in the morning and just like get enough that we could get uh like uh, grilled cheese from the food truck okay and then, and then that's we, fun yeah and we, we made enough and then we'd, we'd eat food and then we'd just hang out and it was cool yeah and it started out just all cover songs because like he was saying we we first hung out we met each other at a music talent show because we lived in the same dorm so there's a talent show oh there. yeah this and, is yeah so we we met each other at that talent show and we came up to each other afterwards we're like hey i really liked your, liked your performance <laughs> and we're both like nice and like <laughs> we should hang out sometime and um so there's like Best this friends yeah exactly yeah Here, here's the um, thing like is, stepbrothers moment yeah exactly <laughs> it was like hey except for paul won and i very definitely lost the the talent show it was like a competition sort of thing and i like had just written a song earlier that week and i was going to perform it and i started playing it and i got so far i was starting to sing and i forgot the words and it's like classic. So so I just stopped you and I like I, I blew it and I started playing a cover instead. And then Paul went up there and he did like all this cool stuff and Were there prizes involved? Or it was, it was money. Money yeah, prizes. There was like yeah. a small cash prize. Yeah. But like I I saw Nathan's performance like, oh dude, this guy like wrote a song. All I did was like 
I air drummed to a song yeah. and then I like hand boned, which is he, like body percussion, which is like the same one trick pony I'd been in high school. Yeah, so but here's like, the thing is, is it gets you money. Writing songs <laughs> doesn't get you money, apparently. People want to hear covers. Yeah, exactly. Me and yeah. my friends have been trying to start a wedding band for like three months. Dude, oh, you man. can totally make money we, at weddings. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. probably like. Three thousand per wedding, at honestly. Least. Yeah, because you're playing for like what, like Solid. four hours, five hours. Yeah, at the reception. And people ball out on weddings too. Yeah. You know, like oh, yeah, their budgets. Yeah. I know bands that have gotten like ten, but they're like super wow. legit. So. That's more money than I've ever made playing music in total yeah. for the past fifteen years. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Were you going to be like an '80s uh, like Billy Joel cover band or something like that? Yeah, yeah, just like specifically one artist from one era. '80s Joel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, only 80s. we only play '80s. <laughs> we were doing like Bruno Mars and like Amy Winehouse. Cool. And then, and then oh, the guitarists dude. we had quit, and now we're just Dang. like, oh, I guess we're never going to make money again. Dude, no, you just can you can make him. it happen. <laughs> and Amy Winehouse is awesome. So yeah, you got to You got to work with that. That'd have been so cool. Oh yeah. But um, so I'm I'm interested about your hand boning chops. Yeah. <laughs> so um, grow I grew up in the outskirts of nowhere kirkland <laughs> so like there's like the middle of nowhere then there's like just on the fringe of it and that's where i grew up there's like just cornfields on all sides and one of the things we do to pass the time was practice hand boning which is this like derivative of african jumba dancing and it's like rhythmic oriented just like slapping yourself and my dad taught it yeah if you've ever seen the spongebob movie you know exactly what i'm talking about <laughs> um and my dad sort of taught us when we were young, just, I don't know where he picked it up, but, and so my brothers and I and my little sister, we'd always just goof off with it. And then one day my older brother and I like started up a YouTube channel and we uploaded a video of us doing it and it got like a couple hundred thousand views and then Ellen DeGeneres picked it up and like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah she like put a clip of it on her show and um that was like our 15 literal 15 seconds of fame which was fun and then yeah that's that's sort of where that that's sick man it was it was it, awesome it'd to, be funny if you guys tried to build like whale bones like as a as, hand bone as thing. seen as the, on the <laughs> yes. remember me yeah. Yeah. that's technically wrong yeah. it's misleading <laughs> how old were you when that happened um this was my what sophomore year of high school oh okay. college or cost college yeah, yeah it was yeah. like it was like two years ago <laughs> yeah oh, it, was right like, it was like two years ago i was sitting in some like seminar about publishing books because i want to be a writer eventually but then i like got a text from buddy and it was just a like a photo of his tv he's like you're on tv dude and i was like oh what <laughs> oh cool because <laughs> like they're the uh one of her producers had called and been like hey like ellen really likes your clip and uh she's interested in maybe like flying you out to california to like come perform on the show for the like here's my talent section of the show. I'm like, oh, that'd be sick. But then she just sort of like, it went cold and she never really called back. Or she anything. just like, played it on the show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We were just sort of assuming, so like, oh, I guess we, nothing's going to happen. And then next thing you know, it's like, oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you guys know the damn Daniel? Meme? Yeah, dude. Yes. Oh, yeah, they got they on the show. They were on their show, yeah. too. They yeah. got, like, a lifetime supply of vans and, like, yeah. And they, like, donated them. They, like, really? they, they, they donated all the shoes. They were, like... It's cool. I don't know. That's it's sick. Awesome. That's it, incredible. It's crazy how quickly they picked that up. Like right away, they were like at the Ellen DeGeneres show. Had She's them on, like, so that week. fast. Yeah. She caught yeah. like their scout caught our video when it had like 600 views. Or yeah, something. it's crazy. Like, so I, I think I they probably have like do. interns just like sit on YouTube all day. Oh, absolutely. That'd yeah, be we, awesome. we talked to job. like the producer that found. He's like, yeah, I'd pretty much just like scour the internet and go like <laughs> link like related to related YouTube videos yeah, all day. <laughs> like, that's awesome. Find the new stuff. But yeah, cool. 
that that damn Daniel kid, like one of the kids, got his house swatted where someone like called the SWAT oh, team yeah. on his house. Really, just because yeah, he was famous? Exactly. Or? Yeah. Dang. There's like an article I read about just the repercussions of like overnight of the fame. Fame. Yeah. Well, the thing is, now it can literally happen overnight. Like you can go viral yeah. with like a bunch of retweets and that's like shares the, and stuff. Exactly. It's that boy. Yeah. That's what happened with that. I'm talking about you know, that I, I was late. I was late on that. <laughs> really? Babe. Yeah. At least yeah. like a few days ago. Oh, okay. I mean, it's well, only yeah. been out for it's a few only, weeks. It's <laughs> honestly, yeah, it's really, yeah. it was one of those things where I saw it and then it was there. It was just like, okay. Did you guys <laughs> so. see the run for cover? Like they recreated it? No. Oh, the, God damn it. Dude, oh, it's so man. funny. Run for Nick, cover Nick records. is the resident they, The actual run for cover records did that or was it done to them? No, they posted it on their Facebook page. That's awesome. And it's just like this peaked like hip hop trap music. Yeah. Super loud, and then a guy in a green suit on a unicycle, and everyone's oh, like, "Oh shit, it's that boy!" <laughs> <laughs> it's really good stuff. That's awesome. L- lots of memes out there to, oh, yeah, to explore. Yeah. Got to rep the Nick memes. Nick knows most of them. Yeah, N- Nick is a meme connoisseur. <laughs> we'll be we'll be like all trying to go to sleep, and Nick will just start cracking up. <laughs> we're like, "What?" And he's he gets, like, "Dude, I just saw," it. and he'll read it. <laughs> he gets he gets the Nick giggles at night when you live next to that anime kid and <laughs> <laughs> that face one. Yeah, <laughs> that's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so Nathan, you used to work at Audio Tree. Yeah, just so, for a little bit. I was an intern there for two summers. That's cool, man. Yeah, one of my favorite. I was saying before, but one of my favorite like musical outlet ideas that has happened recently. Yeah, because like I think live music, seeing live music performances is so important in this day and age. Totally, because anyone can sound good in the studio right, now. You right. know, it's all, all the, the movie magic, and hocus pocus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All that stuff. Um, Tell me about uh, like record. What did you What did you do there? Actually, that's sure. a better question. So one summer I was a, a business intern there. So I did basically the finding out what bands were coming through Chicago. The, the audio tree is based out of Chicago, and I would find out, you know, who's coming to town, who I was interested in, and then you know, just anybody, and sort of compile a list of that, and just sort of let them know, hey, these are the people you can contact, get all their contact information, so that. Um, if we wanted to reach out to them, we could. Um, and then also I went through like submissions. If bands submitted their music, I would listen to it and uh, sort of give a write up about it so that um, people, they would know everybody audio tree that um, works there can sort of like look through it and read through it. And if something appealed to them, they could listen to it, see if it was something we'd maybe be interested in. Is it a pretty with. big team, team of people? Uh, it's, it's not too big. Um, they, they all work really hard and handle all their stuff. Um, awesome. Yeah. It's like, probably around 20 people okay so yeah it's, it's cool they, they all work really hard they're all really good people so my yeah. uh roommates i used to live with the dudes in the band gates okay yeah and oh, the, no yeah they played they played a few audio tree and then they also got a music video they did done. a music video yeah. there, right yeah. yeah they did a music video at like in like gary indiana it's like all these abandoned buildings that audio stuff. tree like did audio for they did like? the the like actual like filming of it oh the video. cool so austin peters did a lot of the editing i know and um i know a bunch of other people worked on it as well from there sean con and people like that so cool yeah that's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah. There's a few more things like that popping up now. Like yeah. there's little elephant little sessions. Elephant and litter video. box. And litter box. Yeah. yeah. In yeah. Angles just did one like, oh, really? It came out so Dude, good. We were going to do one today, but it didn't work out. Oh, yeah, damn. Yeah, it's okay. Um, yeah. But we're definitely trying to do that again soon. Really um, nice, guys. Is, your, is yours uh, we didn't. Yet? We didn't put it up yet. Okay. Because we just released our album. And like, okay, so yeah. we're going to wait a month That's or some smart. shit. That's yeah. a good way to do it. Try to time it. Yeah, right. Dude, they do it right, though. Their stuff sounds really good. Yeah. All those places do. Yeah, Little Elephant. It's cool. Definitely. I feel like Audio Tree is sort of like. Yeah, the I thought they started yeah. it. Right? I was yeah. gonna say they're really the first yeah. to focus yeah. on that and like the attract OG. bands for that. Yeah, yeah, for that yeah. reason. And yeah. they're cool too because they're like a 
sort of a one-stop shop in terms of production. Yeah. So like he was saying they like they'll actually track records there. They function as almost a label for a yeah. couple bands. Oh no way! Yeah, they've yeah, done they've uh, done a, re- a record or two records, or like they've done they've done a record for the Soil and the Sun, uh, their their album Median they did, and then they were helping track their new one, and then. Um, yeah, they're, they've done stuff for this other guy, Kellen and me, who's actually now in the Soil and the Sun. Okay. Um, but yeah, other other bands have recorded their records at that same studio, just not when it was Audio Tree. So sure. like Maps and Atlas's first EP was actually recorded at the same studio. No shit, I didn't yeah. know that. Um, I'm not sure if uh, Margo and the Nuclear So-and-So's record was recorded there, but one of the engineers that works Audio Tree did work on their records. Okay. So yeah, I don't think it was, it wasn't an Audio Tree production by any means, but it was uh, pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Do and they the, work on like sponsorships? Um. Not really. It's just sort of bands they want to work with. If they're sort of excited, like, is that what you mean? Like, if they if they're excited about a band, they'll work with. Like, them. how does Audio Tree stay afloat? As is it like technically a business? Or yeah, it it's like- totally a business. Okay. Um, and they sell the sessions after like they oh, do yeah, it, yeah. and then they also like so they'll sell the audio and the video, and then they also like monetize the YouTube. So perfect advertisements before on a YouTube channel, like all that, or some of that money goes yeah. to. Them. I mean, plus they do like the they do a music festival at yeah. least once a year. I think maybe they do a couple, but no, they, yeah, just one. Yeah, just one. They have their hand in, um, yeah, setting up these festivals and like they do. They attract some like pretty good talent. It was like Fall oh, yeah. of Troy and Chon last year. Yeah, and they they went like, on tour with Fall of Troy in Europe as well and like filmed that. Yeah, but, oh, sick. Um, so they, they yeah they they really have like hands in a bunch of the different areas of production. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Video shows like I mean they're definitely savvy with oh, absolutely video audio. Yeah, they yeah. definitely know what they're in, doing. And Audio Tree Fest is in Chicago, I'm assuming. Uh, it's actually in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Both of the owners are from Kalamazoo. Oh really? Um, yeah, and so they they did that and um, they actually just announced the the new lineup for. Uh, this year's festival and oh, we got cool. some cool bands on there like Ra Ra Riots on there and sweet they, they're tight I used to listen to them a lot in high school nice so, Kalamazoo's yeah. awesome yeah it's really cool really cool like DIY I played um, Shakespeare's pub I s- I've only been there once and it was when I went to the festival and um, I was driving through and I, I saw Shakespeare's and nice. it was cool yeah, yeah they, they do uh, my friend Steve does a, a punk fest every August called Fat Guy Fest okay and uh, I think I have the poster in, yeah oh yeah the yeah yeah giant big fat cat that's awesome it's more like <laughs> punk bands but he had like cheap girls and direct hit world scariest police chases stuff. oh cardboard swords oh yeah all oh, right on. bong bong mountain i think that's, that's awesome like a michigan emo indie band yeah but it's a pretty cool fest so is our bikes like a thing in kalamazoo i'm just looking at this poster and there's bikes on it and stuff is that like a thing in the culture do you know it might be i, don't I know, know like in uh like dc there's like a lot of like moped gangs i was talking to my friend jen about that really yeah they have like people like build mopeds and then just like hang out and they, they're like in a gang and like not like necessarily like a hard gang or whatever but yeah yeah like crew kinda, yeah the crew sort of thing and they all just sort of roll together and whatever so yeah i don't know why mopeds but it's cool i think it's tight yeah so, yeah cool that's funny because the dude who actually runs that fest his band is called bike tough okay yeah yeah so, so maybe that's why he is thinking about bikes but, all the yeah, time yeah, yeah. but there, i'd say around here too i mean there's a lot because this new brunswick's like it kind of sucks to have a car at times if you're a okay. college student so yeah. like even my roommate like He's always working on bikes and like right. reselling them, and like he rides his bike everywhere. And he's a public transit major, so okay. he, he doesn't even mm-hmm. have a car. He moved up here from Florida, yeah, and he's going to Rutgers for that. And cool, like, yeah, so. yeah, wow. that's awesome. Yeah, bikes are definitely like a, a way to get around, and there's way like easier places to like squeeze your bike in than there are for cars for sure yeah if only i knew how to ride one like well yeah, dude <laughs> well it's the cool thing about mopeds is you don't have to have um a license you just have to register them like you don't have to have, like you have to have a motorcycle license and you have to like go through all this like training and stuff for a motorcycle but for mopeds you can just sort of like just get one how, yeah just get one you just oh, have no to shit. register it with the state and then you're good yeah you just can't ride them on the highway but that's it yeah so that's cool cool yeah how about in bloomington is it 
like um, more of a car. it's like bikes it's a bike down. like yeah. bikes like just like like pedal bikes yeah yeah and That's yeah people are all about that and there's there's this like event that happens once a year pretty nationally known yeah oh yeah it's it's called like quote the like biggest like weekend in college whatever like biggest party weekend in college or something like that yeah but it's called the little 500 race and it's just like a bike race that's like 500 laps yeah like indiana indianapolis is known for the indianapolis 500 the big racing thing and so iu the biggest public university in indiana does this little 500 where it's just bikes and typically all like the greek houses and then a few like independent houses yeah get a team and just ride around uh, a track on bikes and so it's just an excuse to just get like right. smashed like, yeah all it, it turns it's into kind a party of really, thing it's kind it's of awful. really annoying but it's yeah. it's insane like professors actually call off class that week yeah. like, really yeah. i didn't have class after wednesday on that week just wow. because none of my professors they're like nobody's gonna show nobody's up, gonna show like, up. <laughs> dang yeah, that's disappointing the, there's a there's a movie made about it called breaking away about the race itself who was in it it was one of the dudes from the parent trap Whoever the dad is in, in the parent trap. Really? Yeah, he was in the movie. He was like oh, one of the stars. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, Lindsay yeah. Lohan. <laughs> Twice. It's crazy. Yeah, she played every role in that movie. It was like, it was like morbid. That's why it was such a breakthrough film. Yeah. Just a masterpiece in the costuming. And that, yeah. that's all in Bloomington, right? Yeah. yeah. Bloomington. Yeah, in Bloomington, like the major city in Indiana, would you say? No, Indianapolis. Oh, Indianapolis, yeah. That's yeah. the one I was it's, forgetting. I mean, it's kind of like... Bloomington's a college town. Like, it's yeah. where yeah. Indiana University is. It was an awesome is. town when we were there beautiful. last summer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a cool spot. It's it's sort of an oasis for Southern Bloomington. There's yeah. like not a whole bunch of like I don't know like social <laughs> or culture or anything really. It's just a lot yeah. of like sort of hills and empty fields for the most part. But then Bloomington sort of crops up in the middle of nowhere just because of the university. Oh yeah. Do you find like it's a mix between college kids and like older like yeah. more conservative people? Oh yeah, yeah. we got like the the townies are the people who like e- they either like were born there or they like went to college and never left, which is like cool because it's a great town but at the same time they tend to have like a bad rap like if you yeah. you're called a townie that's like kind of an insult yeah in like you're calling your friend an idiot it's yeah like, like yo dude you need to go somewhere or something like that I don't know. yeah it's, yeah dude like but, when we played at nick we played at your house yeah last summer. yeah yeah uh, invalids played and we went for a walk because i think there was a pride festival in town that day yeah as yeah. Well. yeah and we're like awesome let's go check it out like so all rainbows and like a stage and stuff yeah and we were walking there and we asked someone like a few blocks away from your house like hey how can we get to that pride festival and it was like an older dude like either guinea tea tank top or shirtless and he was like oh you don't want to go there yeah. <laughs> that yeah. sounds like Bloomington sounds about right <laughs> like, it's, oh shit <laughs> it, is, it is like remarkable in Bloomington so like in the actual like Bloomington proper like in the, the d- campus in the town in oh. the campus in like the downtown everybody's like very very liberal and then the second you step like out of that it's just like backwardsmen conservative it's it's, it's, it's a crazy interesting yeah. dynamic yeah it's it's really weird. I don't know. It's funny. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff around Bloomington too. Like there's state parks like surrounding the whole entire like yeah. t- like city or town nice. or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's really cool. So there's always something to do. There's like a few lakes. John Mellencamp. I don't know if you know. He's like a yeah. John Cougar Mellencamp. He's from there, and he's like the the claim to fame, I guess, for Bloomington. Cool. Um, but yeah, I'd say it was a pretty good DIY scene too. I'm basing it off of yeah. The, it, honestly, House Olympics kind of made that though. That's like that DIY scene is pretty much thanks to like Nick and everybody in House Olympics. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's always been around. There's been some big. I'm not really the expert on like the DIY scene for Bloomington. That'd be 
TJ from my other band, but there's been some like touring bands that come out of Bloomington, and Bloomington used to be, I guess, pretty big. But like the folk punk. There was some like punk. Folk punk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Planet X. X. Planet X Records. Shoot, what's um? Are they were they based out of Bloomington? Yeah, yeah, Planet yeah, X is cool. based out of Bloomington. What's that? What's that? What's their name? Ghost Mice. Oh. Ghost Mice. Yeah, yeah, Ghost Mice is like legendary in the folk punk scene. Yeah. And so Bloomington, I think, was really known for that. Yeah. But the folk punk scene is, at least in my opinion, it's kind of dying. At least I don't see too much of it. Uh oh, dude. Like promoted around. We're gonna get so much hate for that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. Folk punks don't have computers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> true. 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 <laughs> but it's cool. It's like it's starting to like get revitalized. Like it's cool with a new wave of music too, yeah, which yeah. helps keep it fresh. Yeah. Totally. Like there's yeah. this one um, venue in town that gets pretty consistently good bands like Bounce and Composure and Roger Harvey came through the other week yeah. or the other month. Uh, Mitski came through. Nice. Uh, Tiny Moving Parts has come through. It's it's pretty yeah. cool. It's starting to like. Sort of get, uh, sort of get revitalized. People, people are starting to realize, like, oh, this is a college town, and people come to shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, a kind of, it's kind of like a bar scene, but it's, it's there's catch, also Catch Twenty Two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We had like Del the Funky Homo Sapien come through a few weeks ago, and he's like this awesome rapper, and he was there, and White Lungs coming through soon. I like them a lot. Um, That's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's the one thing this area is lacking is a legitimate all ages venue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. some Jersey's weird like like this. I was telling you guys before. This is mostly like house basement shows over here or right. DIY spots. Right. There's like 21 plus venues because it's a college town and bars, but there's nowhere all ages like within this city that you could play really. So it, it's hard yeah. to get kids into the scene. And the, you kind of can through like house shows and stuff, right, but, right, yeah. right? But I mean, we do have venues in North Jersey and South Jersey. It's just for some reason over here, like like when I was in high school, it was a lot of like hall VFW shows. Yeah, but that was also the generation of like dumb meathead metalcore okay. monsters. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So like that would like we would play a show at a new venue, and it would also be the last show at that place. Yeah. The owners like, I'm never fucking doing this again. Exactly. Why? Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. It's hard to start up like an all ages venue because there's yeah. one in Bloomington. It's called it's, it's called up. it's called Rhinos, but like oh, that it's one. actually it's one, of, yeah. it's one of those where like you know. 20 rules on the wall and like yeah. they kind of yeah. enforce it not that like reinforcing rules is bad but like once you start doing that there's like a stigma that gets created like sure. this is where the high school kids go this is kind of lame yeah exactly yeah. It's, yeah. it's like a youth exactly. center because they it's, do it's have activities youth, yeah. during the day except the center, they so. haste the day played like their last show before their hiatus yeah. at that and they, right. actually, they shot Sold their live out. DVD at that place it's crazy yeah. oh, wow. if you watch that DVD it's like yeah. insane it's unreal and like I'm sure it's everywhere yeah right Against Me has played there as well like one of the biggest punk names ever yeah they've drawn some good bands it's just so yeah. hard to maintain like a good like Nick was saying a good yeah. rapport amongst people when you have to it's, like pander it all it's ages so yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's hard because it's a it's a business too yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. when we do totally. house shows there's a risk but like there's no you don't have to pay money to rent it out exactly, right? exactly. It's like, it's your and, house. It's, and it's not like you know like you're not going to get sued if something goes wrong more exactly. than likely unless yeah. it's an extreme case but that's something yeah. that you have to your house falls about. on somebody yeah, yeah. but yeah thing with like house venues is like a just knowing how to like book a show and then B just like the turn stigma your, around it. Mic. So like for some reason, uh our house is like I guess word on the street is our house has been like a straight edge house. <laughs> but <laughs> none of us are none of us claim edge or anything. I mean I don't claim edge but i like have those tendencies and apparently the word on the street is like we're boring guys who just throw like what? shows and like we're what? a straight are you house, serious which is, which is weird because okay, like that's not honest, right i started here's, all those rumors. i'm starting to think though it's just like people getting salty because like it i mean used i don't want to be a party house. i don't want to toot my own horn but like that's probably the house to play in bloomington like it is yeah yeah 100%. that just sounds like college like drama gossip it is it dude. is stupid gossip yeah. i think it's hilarious here's, here's, <laughs> i think it's hilarious here's what used to happen is it like uh, before you lived there it was 
bands that were local bands they would play and it would be for parties and so yes, it was strictly parties it was like people yeah. would try and steal toaster ovens and like throw bottles against it the used, wall and it stuff used like to be that bad yeah it was like it was like weird we'd go to parties at that house yeah. and be like oh that people house like, get people get, get trashed there's and this like thing every night there's like multiple kids just like that house is yeah. infamous there's this yeah. thing called the swiss list and like you, they, oh it basically gosh. lists off parties yeah. for that night so you can go on this like i don't know it's an app or whatever but you go on and you see like oh there's a party at this address let's go there and like me, people will like upload upload their parties I think to the just, database. I think no, 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 no. It's Swiss like people, list curates it. They like find a party and they're like, yeah. "This is going on." And oh wow! So, but you're, but, it's supposed to be like you upload your party or you list it. Yeah, right? but it it ends up not. I feel like being that way. I don't yeah. know, but it would end up being that like there'd be a, a house show and then it would get on the Swiss list and a bunch of people that were undesirable for the house show scene like the fratty kind of dudes would show up and like start partying and it just ruined the show for everybody thinking it's like just an alcohol outlet and they like show up and it's like where did they come from yeah Yeah. who invited you but since nick's been there it's been like really cool bands coming through like you know secret grief was there last week and we've gotten bands as big as like frameworks in the frameworks. landscape to play yeah, yeah. And oh, this band called invalids was there it was yes. really cool <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this, weird, this weird ass band called invalids <laughs> oh man that show was a lot of fun that was now. awesome that was yeah. so I haven't fun. topped it haven't topped it since <laughs> that was honestly sure, the best so show cool I've seen there it's so cool that it's awesome that you're still doing shows regardless of whether like dude it's better that you're running shows than parties you know oh, oh, hell yeah, like, dude, totally. oh yeah because yeah. so well, you can go to a party literally any night of the week yeah. but like, if you want to go to like a you tight you can accidentally end up in a party you can accidentally end up we've in a party done that. we've if you want to go to like I don't know a show that's not like you don't want you have to pay like $12 to go to the bishop to like feel like you have to get you know drink and feel like pay $12 to see a band you like all right, I'll kind of see him yeah. here. It's just like strictly donations. Like, I mean, we kind of peer pressure you into like donating because sure. you know yeah. touring is touring hard. Is but like, hard. if you don't have money, we're not going to turn yeah, you away. Yeah, it's like five bucks. It's yeah, like, yeah, it's not, not too much. You're not much. breaking the breaking the bank. Yeah, no. there's, there's two there's beers. No maybe. house to yeah. Yeah. To, or there's no like like building fee to pay off or anything like that. No. Right, right. So it's easy. No. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, keep it up. Get a good thing going. Thanks. Yeah. Are you guys all living in that area for a while still? Well, I will be. I have one more year of school left. Yeah. So. Okay. Nathan and I just graduated, so yeah. we're, we're moving on up. Yonder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the goal is all you know, like for all of us to stick together and keep playing and stuff like that. So, so as you, much as we can. You pretty much finished school and went on tour. Or? Yeah. That was like literally yeah. a week later, we graduated and Paul walked. I didn't, and then we just like left. We got in a van and or in our Rav Four and left. <laughs> <laughs> not quite a van, but <laughs> whatever works. Yeah, dude. exactly, exactly. As long as, as, long as it works. Yeah, Th- that's how Invalids toured too. We yeah. toured in our, our bass player's Kia, and we strapped yeah, all of our that. belongings <laughs> to the roof of the exactly. car. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. no, that's actually like how that's I based sick. it. Like, because Pete hit me up and was like, "Hey, can we use your amps?" And I was like, "Yeah." And we brought our own amps, so we didn't bring our own kit. And then, um, uh, also like asking for places to stay and stuff like that. It's really cool. So. Thank yeah. you so much for letting us stay your yeah. house, by the way. Seriously, yeah. I really appreciate it. No problem, yeah. It's, it really means a lot. I'm glad I could help repay yeah. the favor. Yeah. I'm glad you guys can play some Pokemon tournament. Oh, yeah. that was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought Nick was going to break down and cry a little bit when he saw that game on the, on the top <laughs> I table. Break down he was cry. freaking out last night. We got in at like, what, it was like 1230, and he was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I passed okay. out. I passed out when I got back. I yeah. went to sleep in my dirty, sweaty clothes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and Nick called me, and I was like, oh. Oh man, can we do the podcast tomorrow morning? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We got time. We yeah. got time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not worried about it. So. Yeah, this is sick. Yeah, hell yeah. I was, was having cool. one of those weeks where like I kept getting less sleep every day. Right. Yeah. It's just been one of those days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. I know how yeah. that goes. I, I feel that definitely. 
You guys hear New Limp Biscuit by chance? The Golden Cobra? No. no it's not even new at this point. It's just new to me because oh, wait, I still I can't stomach it. It's fucked up. <laughs> I heard wait, about wait, that. What year did that come it out? Was like, it was like last semester, like two oh. semesters wait, ago. Wait, didn't they turn into like a gent band? Or who am I thinking of? Uh, As City's Burn tried to do that. They tried to go gent? No, no, Papa, they no tried Papa, to go, Papa Roach. Papa, Papa Roach, Roach tried to go gent. Wait, yeah, what? Yeah. 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 How am like gent not, not gent not in like periphery sense, but gent in like the gent. Like new metal gent. New metal gent. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, like As City's Burn, like they... I they love them, to, by the way. I, they're amazing. Yeah. And Come Not Sleep is one of my favorite records. It's so good. But they tried to go like a metal quarry route. Like they had like breakdowns and stuff. It was like overproduced the for end? them. No, like they put out two new songs when they went. They did like a reunion tour for uh-huh. Son I Loved You at Your Darkest. With the old singer. With the old singer. Back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, I mean, the songs were, they were interesting, but it just wasn't As City's Burn. It wasn't like anything really notable either. It wasn't like... Like there's some cool metalcore, but that wasn't it. It's hard to I mean? recapture that, like you know, dude. Sun, Sun, Sun so I Love You at Your Darkest was like for me a really big album. Oh yeah, and Come Now Sleep is great too. They're just, oh, they're, yeah, they were good. I even I liked the later stuff too. Yeah, it, it was, was different. definitely different. Yeah. Yeah, but it was a cool progression. This didn't it feel. It was kind of like I know there was a lot of time in between, but it was still just kind of like it was more trying to like appeal to something as mm. opposed to like being true to their art and like what As Cities Burn has been. Yeah, um, I I feel like you kind of need you're kind of you should you should try to keep a consistent um progression in your art if like the name of your your art piece is as cities burn it should like stay stay true to what it is right and that doesn't mean like stay in a box though that just means sort of like it means no metalcore means no metalcore no (laughs) it means like you know i mean it just it just didn't feel it felt it's got to feel genuine it didn't that's exactly what it was it just didn't feel sincere and it was kind of like they put out these songs and i you know i, I love them maybe they'll <laughs> maybe they'd have things to say about that if i you know they, they hear they, this and then they beat you up yeah, yeah they hear that like, yeah they're, they're gonna like, hear me oh, they're, good christians. They're, they're, good they're, christians. they're gonna give a Come crap to about what i have to say yeah behind the bleachers yeah exactly no i mean if, if somebody like explained those songs to me and like had a way to explain it in a way that was like showed me what they were actually well, about, what they cool. were going for yeah, you exactly. think it, they were like kind of trying to jump the shark That's it was just kind of like, like to paraphrase they, they reunited and they wanted to put out a few songs they'll be like hey by the way we're still here but they're like oh maybe our music isn't relevant anymore so let's put out these songs that are more like overproduced yeah and that's something i liked about them is they were really raw yeah they were really overproduced no i love that they were overproduced. no it was just like so visceral before it was like you know his voice would break and it just like it was good it was just oh my gosh it made me want to cry it was so good (laughs) i think if under oath did a new record though it'd be relevant oh my gosh under oath because they've always been about when they release when exactly when i I saw an interview with uh aaron and spencer yeah and they were like yeah we're totally open to the possibility of new music it seems like a waste to get together and throw it away you know? yeah exactly <laughs> oh, that's, that's the awesome. thing it's like hopefully yeah fingers crossed on that we we went to grand rapids to see them and oh, oh the reunion tour i'm oh, such yeah. an idiot for not Dude, going i'm, I'm so, so mad, mad at myself so, so, so mad i could they played both albums straight they played uh safety yeah, and, and defined the grand line. line it was so cool um but yeah i think like they they were a band the reason they broke up and they've said this in interviews was they didn't feel like they were being true to their art and like so they're a band that i like really respect for that they they're like about the art as opposed to the like the business side of it or whatever like sure. it's or or so. the prestige like people just being like people yeah. like us so like i just want to have people keep liking yeah us, it's like a no popularity matter, like, thing yeah yeah, yeah. exactly they're yeah they were in it for the music and then once they felt like that was taking a hit they're like well let's step back yeah and they they did have like a lot of issues like i know you know like drug issues with some members of the band that they were like 
angry about and so it's just sure. sort of like a, a gets, hostile environment it gets hard yeah yeah exactly so they they just sort of wanted to take a step back and sort of like reevaluate things and sort of wait till everybody's back on the same page that's before cool. they moved on I so, yeah. a lot of bands do that too to yeah. kind of like step back from the the major label mechanism that they got sucked into exactly take like five years regroup on their own life and yeah. like stop living this like weird band life that they built right but it's funny because like that's what I feel like a lot of bands are aiming. Like I'd love to tour it ten months out of the year. Me too. Yeah, totally exactly. Would. Yeah, one hundred percent. But then I guess at a point it gets kind of like tricky with like when money gets involved. Right. When people are investing more money on you, I can imagine yeah. getting much yeah. trickier. It's it's a lot of pressure and definitely from the label. Like I'm, you know, I, I feel like Tooth and Nail was probably pretty good to them or Solid yeah. State was like yeah, good yeah. to them about. Uh, respecting what they wanted but um yeah because that's a big cash grab they are that's the exactly, thing here's the thing yeah. is to find the great line they sell like a hundred records yeah hundred copies I'm of for, that every year i worked with the drummer from this band on solid state forevermore i worked with him last summer and he said that uh, even still as of last summer they still sell a hundred copies of define the great line every week every week every week oh yeah wow. because that it they make so much money off of under oath yeah which is incredible that's, yeah that's like crazy to think it's still i guess new people are finding out about it yeah and i guess people just want to buy it too yeah it, it is so weird good. to think like the market's still not saturated with them. no it's but yeah i mean under like, oath is under oath yeah and I, like as you were saying nathan just like the more the more relationships like labels and like management yada 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 and the more like partnerships come into play the more complicated things become yeah. so well and also can, they were growing can, up yeah, yeah. Like they, and, I mean, they had kids and you can and... see totally. Yeah. And, like for, for artists who just wanna like perform their music and stuff, you can see like once it becomes convoluted and suddenly you know, like if you're still selling a hundred albums a week, like there are a lot of people that want a piece of the pie. And so oh, yeah. you could see how it becomes frustrating or like obnoxious to have to deal with like all these people who are just in it for you know, yeah. a part of your whatever whatever you've built that's what i i always like about diy is yeah. because it's all stripped down yeah you can't have an ulterior motive because yeah like, you it's... can't be in it for the money or else you're in trouble yeah <laughs> you, won't, you won't get it yeah yeah but it's a cool culture with diy like i don't know it's just i think like, that's why it's a cool culture is yeah. because you have to be genuine yeah exactly yeah there's no way to fake it and like you you have to put a lot into it like you're you're opening your home up to people and you're you're sharing your space and you're supporting people and you know, going out of your way to do things that you otherwise wouldn't be able to do or yeah. like other people wouldn't want to do I guess maybe I don't know but you want to do it that's why you're there and like that's the cool thing about the culture is it's sort of like a collective of people that are all really like-minded and mostly grounded for the most part grounded yeah, people grounded. Yeah, exactly. everyone has a job like yeah, exactly. no one's like yeah we're on the road yeah <laughs> exactly. I've I've had like at least in my lifetime six different bands say yeah man we're going full time we're gonna be a full time band and right. then, like I'd say three or four then broke up like two months later yep, exactly <laughs> it's hard and those, it's are, hard those are famous last words yeah, yeah. exactly we're you gotta there's a grain of salt with that yeah that's, that's definitely the scary thing for us is we want, we want to tour as much as we can but um being realistic there's student loans and things like that yeah, so dude. we'll see what you know booking is awful i don't like booking. <laughs> if anyone wants to help me with any shows that'd be awesome <laughs> but you know what i mean it's like i, I hate booking but um, i mean all the dates on this tour are solid though right you yeah pretty, yeah they've yeah. been great shows they've been awesome totally. shows it's just, it's it was just like the barrier process like starting. oh dude it yeah. was like i i didn't have time to write or like we're recording a new record and i'm producing it and it's like i haven't had time it's to do a that. headache it's a headache you have yeah. it like hanging over you and you have to follow exactly. up with everyone just, I, I could write or i could book this tour that's in may you know, it's yeah. like I got to do that. So in March, I booked tours for two of the bands I'm in. Yeah. Plus, I helped another band called Lobby Boxer from St. Louis. I'm oh like, shit! Shoot, Lobby Boxer's playing my house shy, in like shoot. less than two weeks. Dude, the rest. <laughs> yeah. I, I put their CD out. It's not on the wall, but it's in my room. Oh, I, totally. I their yeah, they're coming CD through with like sports from Massachusetts. Oh, I fucking love sports. Yeah, I've sports never is, seen them. Sports is tight. They're really good. Yeah. 
So I was helping them out because, like, they went on their first tour this summer. And Angles did some dates with them, too. And I booked a tour for In Angles and uh, The Best of the Worst. Uh, and it was just, like, this cloud of, like, just all these things I knew I had to do just sitting over me for a Just yeah. anxiety and yeah. I Before that, I was like, yeah, I think I want to, like, help bands book shows. And after that, I was like, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Never no, again. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> do you use, like, sheets for that? Do you use, like, Google, Google, Google Docs or anything like that? Yeah, yeah, well, just, like, a notepad thing and just yeah. keep it, like, who I followed up with. And it sucks that so much of it has to be through Facebook. Dude, well, and then Seriously. nobody responds and it's like, yeah, oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I just wish, like, it could be all email. Because sometimes I want to delete my Facebook. I obviously Dude, never will. Yeah. But it's just, like, it's a hard thing. I hate being married to it for the necessity of music. Like, exactly, I, I wish there was exactly. a different way to do all that dude, shit. You MySpace, know? man. We all, we all yeah. got to go back to MySpace. All no, dude, go even earlier. Napster. Napster. <laughs> we got to go to Zanga. Zanga. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish my Zanga was still there. The first Zanga blog I ever wrote was about why emo isn't like emo is a funny label and so is punk. And, like, I was like 13. Yeah, and, like Hot topic. Dude. Like, you're not no one's punk everyone is sad sometimes like <laughs> spilling my heart to the world dude to all those like, are your thoughts you were you were world. forming them that's awesome <laughs> that's i found my cousin my cousin's eight years older than me and he was like the dude i looked up to what up Coulter, by the way um and he i like looked up to him a lot and he got me into a lot of the music i'm into and like he was super into motion city soundtrack and stuff like that but he had a zanga and i found it and i found his like blog about how he like went to warp tour and like snuck in and got backstage passes and would like hang out with the band so i was like oh man this guy's so cool that is really yeah cool. it's pretty tight <laughs> yeah. oh yeah. man uh let's play a song are there sure. any uh from you guys or from a band that you guys all want to agree on we've talked about a lot of bands but uh, dude we i'm thinking lesions, but but the thing is the other record <laughs> yeah but no 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 but, but it's gotta be keep you but the other record we've been loving this band all of us uh pianos become the teeth that record's been out for a while but it's just so good and it it stands the test of time as like a whole record they're it's new not, their newer record yeah, yeah. their newer one cool. they change they sound a lot well sort of like he he sings a lot you yeah, know yeah. And, which is cool and it's 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 a crazy progression for that the whole story of that band and the singer's like life but then also like that record isn't uh, like there's a few songs that are really rad. It's like from start to finish, it's a solid piece. It's like a masterpiece. It's not just like they had. Four yeah, songs it's it's got there. like a trajectory and ebb and flow to it. Yeah, so it doesn't feel like you know twelve singles yeah. strapped together. Exactly, ebb and flow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so so what song? I vote April. I vote Legion. That's it has to be Repine. Uh, okay, so we let's can, just do nothing because we can't agree. Oh, right. say nothing. Say nothing. Okay, cool. All right, there we go. go. All right, we're gonna say do nothing say by nothing. pianos. Yeah, we're gonna do say nothing. It's a sad one. Okay, cool. And then when we come back, we'll talk a little more and play yeah. another Whale Bones. We'll play a Whale Bones track. Sick. All right. Still gives me sad 
gorgeous. Wow, very very nice it. commentary. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> so we were just talking about the lyrical content of whalebone songs. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that really mostly, or is that when you're like fleshing out lyrics? Just when I'm fleshing them out. Um, there's some songs that have been like really weird in that. Um, this like so they haven't been released or anything, but like they sort of come together in the song. They're the, I guess it's sort of like a stream of consciousness sort of thing, and the lyrics sort of come out of that, and then I'll revise them a little bit. Um, but it works out. But um, yeah, usually it's like scrutinized and like the. I, I spent like three hours on one line once, and it was like, oh, well, that's the line I want now. Oh, it's cool. awesome! So yeah, like fitting the syllables and melodies, or like uh, how yeah. do you write usually? Uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll write like a guitar part and then a melody, um, or a melody and then a guitar part. It, the, those sort of go back and forth, but then the lyrics come, um, and it's it's sort of. I don't know. I just scrutinize over the lyrics because I want it to be very intentional with every word. Like, is that the exact right word I want to use? And, oh, well, that doesn't fit, so I have to rethink it and, and you know, don't want to settle for something that's less than cool. the exact. It's good you put know. that much into it, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's the, that's like, I feel like in the live setting, you can be more open and free with, the, you know, your interpretation of it, how you perform, how you play the part, or, you know, whatever. But, sure. like, I feel like on the recording, it needs to be exactly what you wanted, exactly what you meant, so... Yeah, I yeah. go crazy in the studio. I'm the yeah. worst in so every picky. band I'm in. I'm that guy. Like, yeah, I feel oh, you, dude. It's yeah. it's super hard with drums because it's such an adrenaline pumped instrument. Yeah, like, it's very like physical and cardio. Yeah, yeah. Nathan knows. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Nathan, the drummer. <laughs> well, so Paul and I have been trying to run on this tour, and we're we're in another band called The Wise Man's Sphere, and we're like planning out like a fitness like plan for that tour and stuff. Um, cool. And. I, neither of us have run in a minute but Paul's way ahead of me just because he drums and so he's got like the, the cardio going and I'm just like lagging behind <laughs> I don't know <laughs> so yeah it's good yeah. to try to stay in shape on the road yeah exactly you know? yeah, yeah it's like cool. imperative yeah, yeah exactly. like, usually like you never stay the same either you're getting in better shape or you're just falling off and that's getting, true yeah. like, it's a good way to look at it yeah. you know? you're yeah. sitting in a car for you know five hours every day and then you're exactly. eating mcdonald's or yeah whatever, even so. if you don't see the actual weight piling on like your heart is going one of two directions yeah. so you're slowly and you're slowly dying i mean exactly. we all are slowly <laughs> oxidizing that's or right. whatever so. okay let's play another piano become the song <laughs> 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 they're they're an influence for the band, I would say. Uh, yeah, actually, I, mean, I don't know. If, just, I, I don't know musically, but I mean, you guys are all fans of that. Oh, they're so. awesome! Definitely. Yeah, well, yeah. And I they're, think more so on this next record. I hadn't heard that when we were writing the Seaside EP. Okay, was, right, because um, that was two years ago that EP, right? Yeah, it was like a we released it like a year ago, last we, July. We, okay, we started the writing process two years ago. Yeah, it's been a minute. Um, and one whole just, minute, uh, just one yeah. minute. But yeah, we yes. just like sat on them, and then finally like revise, revise, and then record and then promotion you know press sort of stuff interviews and then release and then here we are cool so, yeah <laughs> so what are some influences for the band would you guys have? um I, a lot of these are actually like newer i guess like for, for the seaside ep it was definitely oceana's clean head ep i don't know if you've heard it four songs it's better than most records just those four songs put that's together. a cool bit and they it's, were a post-hardcore band yeah, originally too they were, right? yeah uh, and then they totally changed their sound and now they're called polyenzo oh and i didn't yeah, know that nick I got didn't... me into them and they're it's like it's they sound like radiohead but like loungy kind of music like it's like, 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 like latin lounge radio. you were to yeah. see radiohead in like a caribbean hotel lobby exactly. yeah <laughs> exactly that's what <laughs> nice i want to check that on my way to work polyenzo polyenzo, polyenzo. Okay. Yeah, yeah they're really cool they're they're cool they sort of alienated their fan base with the clean head De ep which is yeah. unfortunate 
uh, because it is really good. It's so but good. Some people are probably gonna just want hear want to hear Oceana even when they go to exactly. that too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So it's thankfully Polyenza at least has had some some good press and people yeah. seem to generally enjoy it. But cool. I know, yeah. like on the on the drumming end of things for the EP, like Seosin is like the number one influence. Like Alex Rodriguez is like one of my favorite drummers of all time. Awesome. Oh, he's so good. He like he's got the perfect number of fills for me because like it's not too much where it's like it doesn't have to be about him but at the same time like it's never boring like you could just listen to an isolated drum track of that full album and just be like riveted the whole time of their their self-titled record that's cool man yeah um do you hear new seosin by chance yeah i did yeah Uh, yeah i got to i listened to their full pandora stream they like yeah oh cool it's it's sick yeah i'm looking forward to that I, yeah, I'm really happy. I know about one it. of the guitarists left, right? Because he's playing yeah. in the U's now. Yeah, or something. yeah. Wow. But uh, it's still pretty awesome. The dude who like recorded their first EP is still in the. He's the other guitarist, okay. Bo Birchall, and he he's still in the band. Translating so. the name EP, yeah. dude. Yeah. The drums on that EP, I don't know if you heard it, but oh, dude, it's that like was my jam this back in session day. metal guy they hired. Because I looked into it. <laughs> oh, the, the other they didn't week. have. Like, it wasn't a the same drummer then. Interesting. Oh. And I guess they had the songs written, but they didn't have a drummer and. Oh man, it's just this metal dude who stuttered, studied her like Dave Weckl, and like huh. there's a live video of him coming on stage and performing like uh, one song like Transitions in C or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like this dude fucking long hair, like a Slayer shirt. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, that like, totally so cool. does not fit. He's the band. ripping it though. He's so good. That's, man. Awesome. That's awesome. I'm I'm really happy that they chose that kind of drummer because I think I think the drums are some of the strongest parts about Seosin records and yeah, I was just I was just saying Alex yeah. Rodriguez is perfect, but yeah, like even the EP drums were so cool and they like they pushed it in the direction that it went. They yeah. uh they perched on their stilts and Dare Me to Break yeah. Custom. I remember I was like I downloaded that song off like Kazaa with the dial and modem and yep. I was just sitting there like listening <laughs> to the verse riff. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Oh my gosh, yes. So good, man. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. And then more recently like uh, from Indian Lakes, so good. I don't know if you know them. They're like a indie rock sort of thing. They're they're really good. And I hadn't heard them before the Seaside EP, or before like after I heard them after the Seaside EP and stuff like that. But I'll was, check them out. I saw you had the button, good. right? Yeah, oh, I got a little button cool. on my on my jacket. Was that a, a dowsing patch you had? Oh uh, no, it's a Twin Peaks. Uh, there's a show called Twin oh, Peaks. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I love I love that show. Dude. And that Lynch show's is, coming back, right? It's coming back next year. So excited about it. And it's it. like perfectly timed out where exactly. the, when the show ended and they're like, see you and I'll see you again in 25 years. And she makes this hand mo- pose, which is what I have on my oh, jacket. And cool. um, yeah, it does it? I don't really know what that means, but I thought it was cool. And maybe um, you'll find out. Maybe we'll find out. Yeah, that's the thing about David Lynch. Maybe you'll resent it. The thing about the show is like every episode ends with a cliffhanger and then the very end of the whole show, like CBS kind of ruined the show or ABC, whichever one hosted it originally in the early 90s, um, like ruined it. And so it uh, got they just like David Lynch, like, whatever, it's over. Like, we're just going to end it. And he ended it with a cliffhanger. And so now it's coming back. Awesome. It's like perfectly timed. That's really cool. Years. And yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Well, anything else you guys want to add? We're going to wrap up in a minute. I got to go to work. No, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Dude, sorry. No, uh, no worries. Check out In Angles. Check out yeah, the season. Check out In Angles, seriously. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Sheets is better than Wawa. Oh, shoot. <laughs> 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 I feel like I take it for granted because like, I'm around Wawa all the time, but I love Sheets so much. Every yeah. time I go, yeah. it's like a nice little vacation. <laughs> the first tour I ever did, I was like 
fourteen fifteen, and I played in like a post hardcore band, and yes. we broke down out of sheets in Altoona, Pennsylvania, for like two days. Did you break down or have a breakdown? Oh, both. true. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they gave us twenty free hot dogs. Oh my wow. god! Wow, go sheets! And That's awesome. Sheets miracles. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what that is. Yeah. All right, Incredible. so uh, listen to Whale Bones. Definitely, we're gonna we'll play a Whale Bones song cool. now. Awesome. Uh, awesome. What, what song should we play off uh, the EP? Yeah. yeah, let's do let's do Hiding from the Sea. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. guys. Well, thanks so much for doing this. Thank you. Thanks dude. for having Thank us. You. This is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Whalebones.bandcamp.com. Whalebonesband.bandcamp.com. Okay. Whalebonesband.bandcamp. <laughs> On yeah. all your social media yeah. outlets, whatever. Blah blah blah. Exactly. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Two words. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Peace. Take this mess that I've created And make me all once more